Hi, everybody. It's good old J.R. Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling, and you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Somebody get a doctor. I need a shot of medicine, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of the Ford F-150 Raptor, BF Goodrich, All-Terrain TA, Jim Beam Smooth Drinking Kentucky Bourbon Studios. Once again, we are nestled in the beautiful Fox Valley overlooking the pristine waters of Lake Winnebago. We are often imitated and never duplicated, ladies and gentlemen. There's only one, and you found us. That's right. You're listening to the Bad Medicine Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, big show, big announcement. If you're just listening, we'll reintroduce it. But if you're on social media, you probably saw it. Andrew, why don't you go ahead and uh, lead us lead us into it? Well... Ladies and gentlemen, Wait, hang on. Listen. Let me get comfortable here. Let me put up my WGNR recliner for a second. Clink, clink. There we there go. There we go. Hit me. The fourth person of the Bad Medicine podcast. The fourth Mike. Fourth member. Fourth member. He's the known as the Appleton Oak, as some affectionately call him. Others call him the Man of a Thousand Poses. Even though I heard now it's up to a thousand and twenty-three. Which I can't wait to see, 1024. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Bay. God, you guys are idiots. <laughs> hey, I was going to go with, uh, he ain't no Sally, he's just from the Fox Valley. Dave, seriously, he was working on a ton of material. Give him some oh, more that you had. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, let, no, I want to hear him. Keep, uh, keep rolling. <laughs> I like the, the. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right, we've got the one, the only, the big boot from Little Shoot. <laughs> He ain't no. <laughs> Thank you, my hometown. I appreciate that. He ain't no Trasha because he ain't from Manasha. Uh, people from uh, outside the valley might not be able to appreciate that, but uh, everybody around. No, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, for people listening for the first time, uh, I've been a guest on this show a few times, um, but uh, after Our talking highest with the guys, guest, uh, decided to jump on as a regular. You know, for, it's been. Uh, you know, a, a long time where um, I've had people be like, oh, you should get on a radio show or do a YouTube show or whatever. And I've done stuff in bodybuilding. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who do really good podcasts in bodybuilding. And for as, for as much as I'm involved in the industry and stuff like that, I, you know, if I was going to get going with some sort of program, I just wanted to be able to have a little bit more fun. And not that there's not fun and interesting stuff to do in bodybuilding, but uh, for as big of a meathead as I am, uh, I am every bit as big of a nerd in uh, in a whole bunch of different aspects of my life. And so nerd. it's like, nerds! Well, and why pigeonhole yourself? Yeah, yeah, no, why limit so it's yourself? like, if I'm going to, you know, and I, I, you know, I, if the people who follow me on social media know I keep it light, you know, so I don't like getting into politics and religion and all that trash. So it was like, if I was going to do a podcast and I didn't, you know, want it to be, you know, we'll talk about some of the stuff I do in the industry, but if I didn't want it just to be about bodybuilding, it was like, well, what if we talked about like sports and eighties and wrestling and everything you guys were doing? So it was like <laughs> perfect fit. So new I'm balance, not, new balance sneakers. New By balance the way, sneakers. That's uh, oh, this weekend. I oh, do we'll, want to we'll get into that. I saw. I've been seeing those everywhere since we did that podcast. I've been they seeing are, the new balance. They are everywhere, everywhere. Uh, and uh, it's just a matter of uh, once. It's, it's once like once you see it. So if if you haven't heard the joke. Uh, so like three years, two or three years ago, 
there's this meme and it's just a pair of the white new balances now people need to follow along to this because the the the, the joke isn't the new balance brand it is right. any basic all white leather Leather is no, There can't be any mesh. Can't no, be no any mesh. breathable material. It's going to be all white leather with a navy blue logo. Oh, that okay. is the dad is shoe. It. Now, the New Balance, and New Balance has like the 545s, the 612s, all phenomenal Wait, shoes. Look at this guy just sucking. I don't, I'm just making up numbers. <laughs> hey, New Balance. And Nike sponsor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nike has the Air Monarchs. Now, yep. these are the most popular two dad shoes. But anyhow, the, the meme had the New Balance, and it said, Randy 52, Girls a Mean Burger, um, uh, Likes saying, you know, rest up. We got a big day tomorrow, and you know, and it was a hilarious meme, and I and I posted it, and people were laughing, and uh, I go to a little league game, right, and I'm there with my, uh, it was my brother's kids, my brother Bill's kids' little league game, and my dad is there, my stepdad, <laughs> and my brother's father-in-law, and I literally had just posted it the day before, and people were commenting, and so I was seeing the updates. All three of them added on, and my mom. I shit you not, I wouldn't do that to you. And I was, and I'm just dying. And it's been like this thing. And I'm people are joking about it all over the country. So this isn't something I'm trying to own or whatever. But it's it's turned into a fantastic, uh, I don't know, hobby. I guess just watching to see if there's as many people with dad shoes on as you think there are. And just to clarify, because this is you know, so, something that was interesting. You know, when I when I first started, kind of posting all these memes and people were posting stuff on my page somebody that uh that i respect a lot they kind of misunderstood what it was about and they called me out on it they're like hey you know bro this isn't cool that you know you're making fun of people and and you know i i, I had straightened it out like and, and I, look these shoes like a new pair of the new balance like 574s <laughs> those things even on sale at kohl's are going to run you probably 65 to 70 dollars uh and and the joke wasn't so much uh, you know, people not being able to have money for shoes. It's like literally dads everywhere wear these shoes everywhere. And <laughs> once you once once you become aware of this and you see the memes, you start noticing it. And so I can uh, attest to that. I've been seeing them everywhere. I was at a an event a couple weeks ago and there was like fifty six thousand people there and you know you're walking not around 57, the grounds. Fifty seven. There's fifty. That's what he the knew, numbers. He said. knew the oh, exact number. He counted. He did a head count. Head he count. actually I looked it up online. He was he taking each was. one of them. I come prepared for the podcast, Dave. Uh, you might want to <laughs> you know Jesus. maybe give that a try. Once right. a yeah, the, the you know, I know you're new here and you're just trying to get fit in, but fifty six thousand three hundred and two and easy. Easily 31,500 of them had the New Balance white <laughs> shoes on. And if they didn't have the New Balance, they had the, uh, the starters, which I've been uh, noticing, star- too. So you have the New Balance and the Nike Air Monarchs are the most popular. Uh, Skechers yep. makes them. They probably have the Skechers memory foam, oh, the memory so foam. those are probably comfortable. So nice. All these shoes are like – some guy just did a video uh, that was went viral, <laughs> and he's like – of course, it's 4X wide. And the Air Monarchs are the new bounces. They're literally 4X wide. And what did he go? He goes, why would you want a shoe that's not extra, 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 extra wide? But, uh, oh, what yeah, is this and guy, in, a duck? And in Vegas this weekend, man, so, you know, different hotels, the, uh, the Olympia. We'll get to that. I was at the Mr. Olympia this weekend in Las Vegas. Another, another great weekend uh, for bodybuilding out there, but the hotel it's at is the the Orleans Hotel and Arena, and so it works out well for the Olympia because the rooms are reasonably priced. So you know, fans aren't going to get you know just hammered to the wall if they want to come and stay. Uh, they have a huge arena there, um, which works out really well f- 
for the for the show. The backstage setup is very conducive to uh, a bodybuilding event. So the Orleans works out great. Um, it's off the strip, which you know some of the fans you know I think would like it a, a little bit more on the strip, but it kind of separates it from all the other hoopla and traffic and everything. So it works out great. But the Orleans. Um, the gambling crowd there is a little bit of an older crowd. So, you know, each kind of uh, hotel and casino there has their own their own vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in Las Vegas actually last weekend. It was on the north side, and it was kind of like a locals vibe. They did a lot of Motown shows and stuff there. So, um, uh, unfortunately, there was almost no new balances there. But the, uh, <laughs> the Orleans uh, Hotel and Arena in, uh, in Las Vegas is a hotbed, and I mean hotbed for dad shoes i mean and i was so i i started taking pictures because i was gonna do a collage which i still will it'll be great beautiful and it got to the point where i was taking like so many that it was just like it got like old after a while you know what i'm saying another picture you know i'll do like a five by five you know like a, a the picture collage five five up five down and like a picture of like 25 and once you hit like you know 30 you're like this is getting old well you do a pretty good job on your instagram story uh of capturing that with that like sexy glow that that one thing has like when you're in the gym oh yeah with the story mode where it's like the hearts yeah yeah the uh, the zoom options on the instagram story makes for uh yeah hey dave i did want to ask you uh just for the listeners could you maybe just real quick briefly explain the difference because i know the last time we had you on you were talking about the arnold and all the different things they had there could you maybe just real quick go into so the the difference is basically for people who don't know the difference between the olympia and the arnold oh i thought you were going to say the difference between like the air monarchs and the (laughs) balances i was thinking with that pic collage you just make a big huge poster with a bunch of those shoes into a collage where it's another big new balance um, shoe there oh, I go. I, I know what you're saying. Where you get like, oh yeah. wow, that's a yeah. that's a lot of pictures. Boom. You're welcome. Let's just <laughs> slow down. That's going to take me a little while. Uh, no, so so no, that's yeah. So the uh, the Mr. Olympia that started in 1965. So that's always been like the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. So you're crowning the biggest champion. Uh, it's you know that's kind of there's not really a ranking system per se in bodybuilding, but that's if there is one, that's it. And the ranking system, if you win it. That's legit. You're the number one bodybuilder in the world. Um, so it's a, it's a huge weekend. Um, it used to travel um, from 1965 all the way until I believe it was the late 90s. And then, you know, they settled in Las Vegas, which works out great because um, it's for, for the same reasons why, you know, there's so many conventions yeah, in Las Vegas. I did marketing go. and, you know, we had all yeah. before I was my brother's um, dental office admin. And there was all these conventions out there because people are a whole lot more likely to go there because there's obviously so much else to do. And it's a really good fit for for the bodybuilding crowd and from people all over the world to come. So they stayed in Vegas. So that's the second weekend in September every year. Um, again, a huge thing. You have to qualify to compete, um, but it's a, it's a great event. Now, the Arnold Classic started in 1990, I believe it was, 90 or 91. Uh, that's in Columbus, Ohio every year. So they're about six months apart. So um, for the bodybuilding industry, it's a nice it's a nice split because yeah, it's, it's right in the middle. Yeah, so the Arnold Classic really kicks things off each year in, in March. That's when the season kind of really ramps up. And then, uh, you know, the athletes have, you know, six months, uh, you know, to prep, you know, because the Arnold is always, those are the two premier events. Yep. And so we see the biggest names um, over the last 10 years or so. It, there's a kind of a trend of whoever wins the Olympia doesn't necessarily do the Arnold mm-hmm. right away the following year. But the Arnold is usually all the top guys. And that's my invite. Okay. Um, so... 
uh, the Arnold Classic has their um, their panel of people that they put together, some you know, some of the promoters, some industry people on who actually gets invites. So the Olympia, you have to qualify for. That's the big Super Bowl. The Arnold um, is by invite. Um, both huge expos. Um, the Arnold is uh, the Arnold Expo is a little bit more of like a mini Olympics. So um, that would be, I would say, the biggest difference between the two. Okay, is that the Arnold has you know, and the Olympia is is, is really growing, and there's some new production people um, that are working on that show. And so I'm really excited to see what they have next year. They actually announced at the uh, the night show on Saturday that they were going to be doing Special Olympics next year at the uh, the Olympia and really starting to incorporate oh, nice. more sports. So, yeah, yeah, you know, one thing that the Arnold has been really successful with is that there's so many people that come to Columbus that really – they have no interest in bodybuilding or fitness, but it's just a, it's a giant sports weekend. It really is yep. like a mini Olympics. I mean, the Arnold does like fencing and and ballroom dancing and powerlifting and strongman and all these things. And and I think at the Olympia, um, yeah, they're, they're starting re- to see that. Yeah, like, well, they hey. they have other sports. You know, yeah. they do powerlifting and they do all this stuff there. But I think they're going to really try to grow um, to um, you know to uh, like this giant fitness weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what. Um, what happens? In do you the think uh, the Olympia years? will try to do the Arnold, like as in all those events? Um, you know, I think uh, they'll take a look at what events are at the Arnold and how successful they are, and 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 kind of go off of that. You know, the Arnold really incorporates a lot of different things. You know, like like obviously fencing and ballroom dancing has no real tie-ins. Um, to you know any sort of fitness sport but it is a great turnout each year mm-hmm. um uh, a gentleman named tony doherty um promotes the arnold classic australia and they they have everything you know they'll have chess and ping pong and and it's, it's actually it's actually really fun because you go there and you see like all these different things and you know everybody thinks like they're these hardcore bodybuilders and you get to see people like with just incredible talents that have nothing to do with you know muscles or anything like yep. that but they're the best and at what they do they're the best at yeah. what they do and so it's still it's just still like entertaining just like us yeah, but correct. uh but no so I, th- I i i don't know the direction um that the olympia is going to grow um but uh growing is uh, is the direction so it's it, it was really exciting so i'm i'm already you know we're one day out and uh, beautiful and you had a pretty good time there got to meet some interesting people i understand yeah so the um the, the olympia every huh. year uh, the Olympia. See how I did that? Andrew just softballs right at him. <laughs> just belt that shit right out of the park like your name's Ryan Braun. Uh, yeah. Brand the Olympia. Salami. The, the Olympia every year, there's always some celebrities there. Sometimes just hanging out. Um, sometimes there for booths uh, for the supplement companies or, or, or different um different people that are at the expo uh this year uh there was um limitless uh, a newer supplement company i don't know too much about them i know they're partnered with uh team money team so mayweather's thing oh, yeah. so that was co-branded they like a bugatti at the booth and stuff and <laughs> did uh, you see the one do 308 miles an hour by the way the new uh, yeah, bugatti? yeah no yeah that's it, ridiculous yeah 308 and uh it was running on a set of tires that is a parent company of the sponsor of the show, Michelin. And Jesus. I just want to take a slight detour here. Jesus. I don't understand how you provide the tires for a car that goes 300 miles an hour and you don't make one single fucking advertisement for it and put it on TV. <laughs> like, Michelin, we have the only tires in the world that can do 308 miles an hour. I think they'll be okay on your Ford or whatever. Michelin, we go 380, but can't go 60. We explode. I, I think, you know what I think it is? is probably just it's probably just because it's that impractical 
Like you, how are you going to get any like that? That's what I well, would because think. if they make tires that are that good, think how good their passenger ones. Look yeah, like, but that's yeah, what that could backfire. At. Like mm-hmm. you could be like Michelin's. Look, we put them on a new Bugatti that went three hundred eight. You know, and uh, you know, Susie Smith at home is like. <laughs> I don't need tires that make me go 308. <laughs> I, I just need to get my kids to the drop-off lane at middle school, so don't try to sell me that crap. Just give me whatever you have. I go 45 on the highway. Why do I need to go 308? <laughs> yeah, who needs to do the speed limit? I keep forgetting that most people don't think like me, and it really no. throws me off. <laughs> well, people can't drive anyway, so they're... That's true. Really I don't have a car that goes 308 <laughs> miles an hour, so keep your fancy tires. I don't want them. But... Uh, but, uh, but yeah, the, 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 so the Bugatti, so yeah. Limitless had a Bugatti, yeah. but they had a bunch of people. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, just talk about making a splash. They had, uh, they had Goldberg there. They had a bunch of UFC fighters, Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre, um, Chuck Liddell, uh, Nate Diaz, uh, uh, Freddie. Oh God, I forget his name. But they had the who's who of the industry and yeah, the big yeah, names. It was and the it icons. was really cool, um, and uh, so I had a chance to uh, interview um, Bill Goldberg for Muscle and Fitness. Now, did was, he give you a spear or your next? No, but he was. There was a couple fans <laughs> that came in that he threw up. You know, give him a shoulder rack, and it was which <laughs> makes for great pictures. And uh, you know, it's it, it's crazy because you never know how these people are going to be in real life. You know. And on one hand, you know, because you'll hear fans sometimes go to these expos, right? And they'll be like, oh, my God, I met so-and-so, and they're, like, the nicest person ever. And it's like, well, they're kind of being paid to, to stay at a booth and shake hands and be nice. But you can still tell, you know. And there's, yeah. look, there's athletes and bodybuilding and fitness, and there's celebrities who have good and bad reputations for, uh, you know, for their, uh, you know, for their behavior and how they carry themselves at places they're being paid to be. And, uh, and, and Goldberg was just phenomenal. You know, even if they're paying him to be there, he can stand there and smile and, and take pictures with people. That's one sure. thing. But his interaction with all the fans was phenomenal. Um, you know, we keep the, the interviews um, relatively vanilla. We understand that the supplement companies, you know, pay a lot of money to have these guys. There's huge lines of fans. And so, um, you know, they're allowing us to come in and do interviews. So we keep the questions quick and we do the interviews. Sometimes, you know, you'll get, they, they, they let a couple of, like, they let a local radio station sneak in oh and, do boy. An inter- and sneak in and do an interview, which was cool for them, you know, because if you're, if you're some sort of media outlet and you can, you know, dive in. And I remember when I was getting like my first interviews, you know, you're really excited and I still get excited about getting a big interview, but you, you have to learn to, to know your role, I guess, and and, and <laughs> this coin a phrase, and they were this local radio station. They were just going on and on and on and on, and the PR people were like, kind of giving like <laughs> yeah, the, the like hook. wrap it up thing, you know. And it's like so. So we kept it simple, but he was he was a lot of fun. Um, really nice guy. We talked a little bit about bodybuilding, you know, who his inspirations were. He's that, of course, you know, being a taller guy. Ferrigno was kind of his yep. guy. Um, uh, you know, he was, you know, he's been on the cover of muscle and fitness. So he was, you know, he's like, yeah, you guys do great work, but it, it's fun doing interviews with, with people who have mic experience, you know, a yeah, lot of, know uh, how to walk yeah, you know, the thing is like with bodybuilders and I've been interviewing bodybuilders for about seven years now. And, and some of the guys look, they're where they're at because they have elite genetics, they bust their butt and they have some of the best physiques in the world. And some of the guys are great and, you know, on the microphone and stuff. And some of the guys are a little bit introverts, you know, and, and they're nice guys, but they don't like being on camera. They don't like, hey, they're they're bodybuilders, you know, they just 
have really big muscles. And this is what we do. <laughs> and yeah, and, and they're not necessarily. So sometimes the interviews with these guys it doesn't mean they're bad guys or anything, but they can be real, real dry. Yeah, try to do and a lot of leading. What, yeah, and you know, like teeth. you know, like well, uh, you know, I'm gonna just uh, try to bring my best package and my coach have been working on a game plan real hard and oh hey can you win well a lot of respect for the other competitors so i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best and see where the cards it's fall like they're taking it's their like, notes from an nfl uh post yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. some of the but you know you know we're on to cincinnati we're on to cincinnati <laughs> with, with we're the on to cincinnati dave that would have been we're great on if one Army. guy could, during one of those interviews would be like I'm uh, already looking past the Olympia. I'm on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, on, I'm on to the Arnie. I'm on to the Arnie. But uh, but he's, you can tell he's a guy that's been on the mic before. You know, just yeah. great on the mic, and obviously a big part of his wrestling success or any wrestler's success is being able to cut good promos and to be good on the mic. And uh, and he was he was he was great. You know, um, I had. Uh, but he's a big car guy too. Yeah, huge, huge car guy. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we yeah we didn't get much into that. Like I said, I would I, look. I would I would love to be honestly be able to do you know like a podcast for like a like a fifteen or twenty minute interview. But like I said, when we you know when we go there and we do interviews, like we have to be you know very mindful of the fact that you know in, in Muscle and Fitness is owned by AMI and AMI owns the Olympia in the whole setup. So the supplement companies are you know buying you know their their expo yeah, space and stuff from AMI, and so it's like. Like they're paying us to be there, but we're going there to do media work, which gets them exposure, but is also taking up their time for the fans. And and so it's it's a delicate balance. So we, you know, I kept it short. Like I said, I'm sure I could talk with Bill Goldberg for a really long time about a lot of cool stuff. Dude, but. that's still cool. I mean, Bill Goldberg, he's still he's still very relevant. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. WWE yeah, keeps he's, him yeah, in the picture. Still, uh, yeah, it's funny because I I did you know I did a, a question about you know hey you're still wrestling and stuff and working out and uh, what he's doing. He said he's a huge fan of the. You know, he's like the, the TRX bands and bands and stuff, yeah, which which I'm I'm very well thing, aware of. It's like about those. When, the thing is, when you travel, uh, you know, and I travel probably 25, 30 times a year. Some really nice hotels have really terrible gyms, and it's just like uh, that's where it's like a jail cell. You never you never know where you, you nice. never know what you're gonna get. You know, and like the uh, one uh, hotel chains, the Hyatt's. Hyatt's have like some of their gyms are as good as gyms like you'd see like in you know like, like maybe like, Menasha like yeah like a Menasha <laughs> like a high, high. what's a Menasha <laughs> what's a Menasha but some of the gyms are great some of them have like I've been at nice hotels like really nice hotels that have like a dumbbell rack up to like 40s and some cardio equipment and so he says he brings his TRX bands with him everywhere because you can get look if you got TRX bands and some heavy like rubber exercise bands with handles you can get a lot of stuff done and i know people will joke about like eh, what are you going to do with that look you're not going to do a, a heavy ton. back workout or a heavy leg workout but you can actually get a lot done yeah, so he says he does he it. does quite a bit of that and he's you know he's maintaining size he's big I oh, mean, he's, he's muscularly, you know, he's he's still a really big guy, and he's got to be he's got to be he's six in three. His fifth. Yeah, he's like six. Yeah, three, and six, and he's four. got giant that pic. You got if um, I posted the picture on my Instagram and on my Facebook. Uh, it's David Bay D A V I D B A Y E seven nine on Instagram, and his hands. I didn't even notice until somebody was like, "Look at his hands," you know, because <laughs> I have my I have the, the microphone in my hand, and then he's got one of his hands hanging down, and it's like, it's huge. But uh, no, he was cool, and then. Uh, Mario Lopez. I was that just going to say AC yeah, Slater. AC Slater was there. So Mario was at the Celsius booth. Um, they make an energy drink and some um, some amino acid products and stuff. And and he was really cool too. 
um, again, obviously, you know, he's on oh, polished you know, as he yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah, he does the the Access Hollywood and and you know all these. He had like three shows. I do Access this, Access this, Access that. I'm like, oh, you do a lot of Access for Mario Lopez, but uh, <laughs> it never was pays funny. the bills. Yeah, it was cool. Can't but, live uh, on that save by the bell money for the rest of his yeah, life. He probably can. The residuals are probably pretty good. But yeah, so speaking of Save by the Bell, so we met. Like, if I'm just going for a bodybuilder, you know. I, I, I don't approve, uh, you know, a full lineup of questions. If there's anything that's even remotely controversial with bodybuilders and stuff, being in my position, I always ask those questions ahead of time because I think it's a really jerk move for media people yeah, to try to get to try to put people on a spot, try to get a shock answer. And the thing is, you you might even like if if you're somebody who's doing an interview, you might get your answer, but guess what? You're not getting you're not getting another follow up mm-hmm. interview with anybody that's Ever associated again. with them at all. Yeah, and they'll bury and it. And so I I lined up all my PR or my questions with the PR people that were there for Mario and the people at the booth and they were like, I'd rather not do, you know, save by the bell questions. Oh. Now with me, I clearly my save by the bell questions <laughs> would have been classy. I had one, yep. I had one I had the perfect I had one lined Tell up. Us one. Tell us so one. so okay, so it's like I know, right? Um, of course, like, hey, I'm going to get through Romero Lopez. Got to do a Save by the Bell question. But I knew it's like it's got to be the right question. So we're in, we're in Vegas, right? The Raiders are moving to Vegas. In Save by the Bell, Mario was a Raiders fan. In one of the episodes, Jesse got mad at him because he had Raiders tickets and wasn't going to go to the ballet with her. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they shut down the Max. Right, oh, yeah, and Zach and AC are there. AC's got the Raiders tickets, throws them up, tears off the jerseys and in his starts. tutu, and does his ballet thing. So I was gonna ask, you know, hey, do you, you know, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas? You know, everybody's excited. Do you ever look back and regret having torn up your Raiders tickets to take <laughs> Jesse to the ballet? And it was funny because they were, I, I had it lined up and the PR people were like, yeah, no, just no safe by the bell. Oh, you know, uh, and so when we started. No um, Do you think Jesse was going to be that much of a slut like she was? She, you see what happens? All right. Oh, you mean after. Yeah, I was after. like, oh, what? I thought you were talking about like Saved by the Bell because I've watched every episode well, yeah. and I don't recall any sort well, of behavior I mean, that was morally questionable in Saved by the Bell other than her addiction to caffeine pills, yep. which I'm so excited she was, because then she was in she Showgirls. Was, so that's where I was going. Andrew, that's where Andrew, I thought you were going. Saved by the Bell. That's where I thought you were going too with the Las Vegas thing. You were going to ask him about yeah, well, Jesse then being you in thought I was. You thought I was going to. I have an interview with Mario Lopez for Muscle and fitness and you thought that i was going to take that thing just completely sideways yeah, and ask I, him I about i thought you would go off whether he came to see jesse spano <laughs> as a vegas show on camera for muscle and fitness no uh that was not that no that was not the question. i'll edit that out but uh no, hey andrew no, you no. see what happens to guys who wear jerseys they tear up their tickets for ballet yeah reason number 37 to not wear a football jersey <laughs> I've never torn up my tickets to go to the ballet. Oh, you will. I like I like football no. jerseys, but uh, I did slip in. Uh, I did slip in a Save by the Bell reference. I just, I just, I slipped it in there, smooth as silk. You'll be able to see the interview up on Muscle and Fitness. But all I said was, and I went over my questions. Are you sure you want to give it away here? You want yeah, to do a teaser? No, no, okay. teaser. So, so I just said. So we were, you know, one of the questions was just about. You know, his routine, you know, as far as working out and stuff like that. And, you know, and I, I like I said, I don't mean the further questions to be too vanilla or too cliche, but at the same time, 
you know, we got to we got to keep him professional, keep it pertinent to the the keep it moving. Olympia weekend. Yep. You know, if we had interviewed him at a, at a movie preview, I went to be like, hey, "What's your workout look like, bro?" You know, <laughs> but I I said, uh, you know, had let in and said, you know, for you know since your since your days at Bayside, you know, you've been known for having an incredible physique and, and, and you've been able to maintain it, you know. I was all the way back since your days at Bayside High, you know, been known, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he just, you know, went over his routine and some of the things he likes to do. Obviously, he's not, he's in great shape, but he's not a massive guy. Um, and I, and you know, he's t- another talker. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was really cool to do an interview with. We got to talk a little bit off the mic. It wasn't much because he was on a pretty tight schedule and mm. there was a huge line oh, there to I meet him. It. So, and that, that's another thing at Expos, man. I tell you what, it's like, you'll get, the, the fans, it's a little bit different. Um, but some fans, like, there'll be a line like three hours long and people want to, like, tell their life story. And the athletes understand because, you know, and sometimes it is personal because sometimes some of these bodybuilders and fitness celebrities and stuff like that really inspire people. And and, and there's situations where it helps change people's lives and they come up and they want to tell that. But you'll get guys who will come up like I've seen people come up like top pros, guys like Jay Cutler and like Ronnie Coleman. And, you know, those guys are with supplement companies. So if you're going to ask them supplement questions by default they have to you know they have to tell you so when you i see like, like what i am sponsored when, by. Yeah, yeah, right right so when you see like a 25 year old kid be like jake so bro like you know um i just i just really need to know you know what you think the best protein i should be taking is and it's like he like, turns sh- around and like, points. shit man <laughs> that's right what, what kind of answer do you want you know? string cheese you know, and the guys give string great cheese. advice they'll be like well you know supplements are supplements you know make sure your food diet you know but it's like I, I'm sure the kid was waiting in, not, not like it was a specific example but it's probably the same thing these kids are waiting in line like oh shit what am I going to say what am I going to like say like Ralphie say? meeting what, Santa Claus yeah, yeah, what am I going to say what am I going to say what am I going to say I Bro, what protein should I take? <laughs> but uh, no, that sounds like so, that would be my first but then interview. The, but at then the one I have like all these questions. <laughs> but I've seen guys go like, you know, like I said, if you're an expo and there's a forward line, hey, it's nice to meet you. You know, you're a big inspiration. Yada yada. Do you mind if we get a picture? You know, love you in your second DVD. You know. <laughs> But people be Netflix you know, special. You, you'll see you'll see crazy stuff. Like so the outer head of my tricep uh, isn't developing quite the same as uh, the, the rear head. And I was wondering if you thought, you know, if I turn my palms out a little bit when I'm doing skull crushers, whether that would help accentuate that. And that if I should switch uh, from chicken to turkey, you know, and I'll be like, dude, come on, man. You know, and you'll see some, these and, things really do yeah, happen. Oh yeah, yeah. People, I thought the bodybuilder was yeah. also a doctor. No, people. <laughs> Tell me how to do oh, it. don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, the number of times I've had people come up and just ask me like questions that are clearly for a doctor. You know, like, ah, so you know, I was running and uh, you know, the front outer part of my knee's been hurting me really bad. You know, what do you think? Oh, I think uh, that I don't know why you're coming to me asking me this question and not your physician, you're a doctor or somebody else is a runner. I oh, know people ask me and I get it. Like you got the wrong doctor. Assume, like I, I wouldn't assume that I'm like fucking hurt all the time. Oh, well when I tore this in my shoulder, yeah, no, it's yeah, but yeah, no, but, uh, 
Anyway, yeah. Anyhow, Mario. So start wearing it. Mario was uh, Mario was he was really cool and, and a fun guy to interview. And uh, Shaq was there uh, hanging out. That he, cheap bastard. I heard he's not that tall. I heard he's cheap. He's huge. Oh, it was fun. It was so it was hilarious. We didn't get the picture. There was a security guard backstage that was like seven two, and I'm like, we gotta get this dude with Shaq for a picture. I didn't didn't happen. Oh, I was man. running around all crazy. Shaq was there. Tito Ortiz was there. Um, Tito's a really cool guy. There's a company, uh, Monethos Pro Consulting, that does some. Hmm. some work with uh with athletes and stuff like that and their contracts a really great company and they had tito in he's super cool so i'm gonna kind of segue this it's kind of on the last podcast a little bit here uh was the rock there the rock was not there this year no so real quick i know this is going to totally sideways us on this conversation i'm an expert at going sideways perfect so let me lay this out for you mr mason quinn over here is way far that way while andrew and i are way the opposite way apparently to mason quinn and i want your opinion on this the rock star is fading what's your thoughts (laughs) we've silenced the unsilenceable no well i guess i guess what you would look at is well what how are you measuring that okay quinn and that's where we got tripped up and that's where we got tripped up because if we were measuring on money celebrity status by box office sales and highest revenue for any actor in the year it would make it very clear. <laughs> and that's what I was that saying. That he is on top of the so, world. Clinton, Quinn, Quinn, why don't you qualify? I turn the mic over to you. <laughs> and what I will clarify it as is his last couple of movies, while they do tremendous, now bear in mind a lot of that money comes from overseas when they show them in China, they friggin' blow up and they make mountains of money over there. But what I wanted to get at was that his last couple of movies really weren't all that great, whether it's Baywatch, Hercules, Skyscraper, Central Intelligence was awesome, Jumanji was awesome, and Hobbs and Shaw was very good. But my point to these guys was, in Hobbs and Shaw, for example, they had to bring in Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, and Jason Statham. No one knew about Nobody Ryan knew or about, Kevin. Yeah, it's not like I, we went to Hobbs so and Shaw really count to see I knew about Kevin that. Hart and I knew Ryan about, Reynolds. It was all over the internet the day before it came out that those guys had cameos. It was all over. I think, oh, you know, so that's the reason why you went. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they had Jason Statham. What are you talking about? No, I, I, you know, the thing is, is that his, his movies are all, they're always going to be over the, well, I shouldn't say always because some actors make transitions, but they're always going to be, you know, over the top action movies or your traditional yeah. big guy in a comedy movie. And I'm fine with and that. And like neither of those He's the new Arnie. Neither of those absolutely. And neither of those uh genres are ever going to produce, you know, these giant I mean I shouldn't say that cuz the movies are huge. They're huge. But they're never going to produce like an Oscar quality movie just because they're not the nature now i saw the new hobbs and shaw movie and from an entertainment standpoint i thought it was fantastic i love the fast and fury furious uh the entire franchise as we all minus do. tokyo drift was a little whoa, weird whoa, 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 whoa. okay, okay. <laughs> we're gonna circle back okay i gotta keep this on track otherwise we're gonna be but, lost uh, here we'll no, circle we back to tokyo I mean, drift but but, uh, but no but uh the thing is it's like the, all those movies are over the top action mm-hmm. when i was watching hobbs and shaw there were certain scenes where i was like all right uh that's cool to watch Wait, but a little you, much you didn't agree with the the 
him holding a helicopter. The helicopter chain for a split second. <laughs> it was for a split second. Uh, you know, but it you wasn't get, like Captain America. You get America the last one, and, and Tyrese Gibson's got the Lambo on the ice, and I get mm-hmm. their all-wheel drive. Maybe they had some special tires. You know, but there's Goodrich. There's scenes, and from the very first, the Michelins that went 308. They were staggered, special, and matched perfect. Look, you could hold the corner. Yeah. Okay. From Vin Diesel's wheelie in the Charger in the first one, which visually was cool. If you know about cars and wheelies, which I don't know that much about, but I have people who do know about cars and wheelies tell me that that was horse crap. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's been their thing. But you know, if you but if you take if you look at The Rock where he sits as far as his his uh, his type of movies, and we go back, like you watch like Predator and, and Commando now. And Rambo, all those movies, like big action star movies, Van Damme movies, just, they're terrible. Oh, I mean, whoa, whoa, no, no, listen, let me, I mean, oh, no, 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 not, not, not like, Van Damme no, 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 I hate out of the recliner. No, they're, okay, no, 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 don't Jump get me wrong, on. I shouldn't have said that. I love those movies. Put down I the chair. Love, <laughs> I love those movies, hey, hey, but hey, they're still on rent from WGNR. There's so much about them where you watch them and you're like, oh, like, you go back and watch Predator, you're like, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, when I say terrible, I'm like, from plot, from how realistic they are, and I guess, you know, so when you look at the action, and like Hobbs and Shaw and he grabs the chain and he's holding a helicopter from flying away which is badass you know it's no different than people just fired off 17,000 rounds at Rambo and he took one to the outer (laughs) oblique where it wasn't threatening and in the process he killed 300 people it's like all right with a knife <laughs> and so there's and so the, the, i guess that's my moment where i'm sitting back and i'm going all right let's just take it easy here Apparently that has are. been every action movie it you know been. going back you have your all right movie so as far as i'm gonna circle background as far as the rocks movies fading no those are the types of movies he is in i don't know that we're gonna see some deep substance movie from the rock that's not the type of person he is but again if we're measuring success um, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. His movies are grossing a ton of money. And some of the movies, you're right. So some Hobbs of them and were Shaw, trash. Hobbs yeah. and just, Shaw. No, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. I it's guess the box screen. office here in the U.S. wasn't the best. But overseas, it, it blew up huge. Yep. Um, and what I mean by but, trash is Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Doom. Skyscraper. We, we went through Doom. the whole thing. We went through game the whole thing. Oh, come on. Game, Doom, game plan. Yeah. Doom was I a actually classic. like that one. You never saw Gridiron Gang. Gridiron that's Gang where you, was That's good. where you I see some acting it. chops by The Rock. But the thing cries. is, the thing is with the, my thing with The Rock is this, is that I almost like, and he's, I almost don't care what he does for movies anymore because he's such a cool guy and he's doing so much good with his celebrity mm-hmm. that it's like, it's it's really... You know, and I had this discussion the other day. I don't want we don't we keep things light here, but it was like it's another bullying discussion, right? And uh, and it, like he's like the best example because if we look at who's bullies, who are you know, eh, what do people get bullied for? Uh, you know, the the rich kids, the the muscled up guys, the popular people bullying. Like if the one of the like most popular, successful, richest, super jacked up dudes that. If somebody had a reason to be egotistical or whatever and push other people around, could he's like, he's all of that, but he's still like the coolest dude in the world. Yeah, very humble. And, and you know, seven bucks and, productions. And, I mean, and so you hear so that. much like about these celebrities being jerks and this and this. And here we have the the biggest celebrity in the world, who's also just a giant, sexy, handsome guy. Like 
It, it, was it, that too much? It, no, it said so on the magazine. Okay, cool. He won. But no, yeah. but yeah, he was. Yeah, the world's sexiest <laughs> person. <laughs> but no, and he's just, it, it was, was was the most beautiful or sexy? I think it's it the same thing. Sexiest, sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. Sexiest sexiest man alive. Yeah. It's the same Notice thing. how I didn't know the yeah. name of that, you guys. Well, it's only but because no, I came in second. But he... <laughs> <laughs> I was a distant last place. <laughs> I, yeah, but anyhow, I'm just I'm just such a uh, a big fan of his all the way around. That uh, I mean, like I said, to, to me, what what he's done with his celebrity and turned it into something that's like that has substance and value to people, and it's just like example after example after example of him just being a good human being. You know, he could release you know ten. Uh, Dooms, you know, like ten, he could reduce ten Hercules in a row. <laughs> I would still go to the movies. I would still love the guy, and so uh, yeah. Um, but I vehemently disagree with you. Well, seeing you, uh, you <laughs> but, all the points you made are very similar to the ones I made. A bit more eloquently spoken, maybe, but uh, <laughs> it's like he's done this before. <laughs> but, but yeah, my point was just that a couple with a couple of the movies being stinkers. Were they making money because of the movie, or were they making money because it was The Rock? And I you want to see I think the it's rock, always a matter you know? of the both, you know? Yeah. I mean, so it's just, you know, hey, who, who's in it? Which is why you have celebrities, is because people mm-hmm. are trying to sell movies based on who's in it as much as they are the yeah. content. So I uh, just had... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to roll into my, uh, my weekly movie review. Okay, and before we get to that, I just had one quick question about the Olympia that I was going to ask you before uh, sorry. Dave took us oh, down I thought, the, the right track. I thought, oh, yeah, this is what happens when you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, should, you made the meeting. The only question I had about the Olympia was, um, in, a, in a previous it. job I had before, I'd go to like a couple of uh, big expos and things, and people would always leave like a ton of shit behind, like the ones I would go to would be like for food and like cvs walgreens that yeah, type yeah, of stuff yeah. so people leave behind like five hour energy drinks vitamins towels razors sunglasses leave all the shit behind did people leave behind like a lot of supplements at uh, the olympics uh, they, didn't they back do it sometimes um you know for a lot of the companies it can be more cost efficient just to get rid of the stuff that they have yeah but it really depends so it depends on um like like volume like size you know and you know what the cost is for you know the product. Like if you I was, have something that takes up yeah. a ton of space but isn't expensive, then sometimes it's easier. Yeah, like a big jug of whey protein. Yeah, I mean, it but it's nothing. yeah, it just it just depends. I mean, every every company's different. Um, a lot of companies, what they'll do is you know halfway through day two, they'll start running real deep sales and stuff oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay, so they're still the selling it there. And yeah, and the thing is, up. you know, at, at a lot of the expos, you you get people that travel from all over the world. But you get a heavy uh, population of local people, too. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of people from Las Vegas. Like myself, I would never go to an expo and buy a five-pound tub of protein because it's going <laughs> to take, <laughs> take up a ton of space in my bag. It's going to be an extra five pounds in my check bag. And so right, and you know, like there, was, there was a company, God, at, uh, at the Arnold, they were like, I want to say it was 30 pound bags. They were huge. Like freaking dog food bags. Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> yeah, it was like a dog food sized bag of protein. And you know, the first thing I thought is like, God, like who the hell would do that? And then you think like, man, if I was like a 20 year old kid from Columbus oh, dude, local, I'd be that knew if pop. I could drive there. Yeah. So there's uh, there it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it's hit or miss. A lot of times, like I said, what they'll do is they'll run deep sales and, and people know that. So sometimes the people looking to get supplements will, will wait until, you know, day two. But the, the, the flip side of that is like, if you want to get your hands on product and you wait, sometimes it runs out. Yeah, they'll, run, they'll, they'll usually run good sales for the expos to begin with. And, you know, so if you're like, 
like I know people, oh, we're going to wait until the very end of the last day. And it's like, well, sometimes it's gone if yeah. you do that. And then, then you miss out on, you know, hey, you could have had 40% off, but you were waiting for 50% off. And now off, it's and gone. Now you get 0% <laughs> off. <laughs> jokes, <laughs> jokes on you. Well, Quinn and I went to Snowmobile Expo, and that's how we got snow pants. We haggled the guy because we knew they didn't want to have to pack all that shit back up on the yeah, truck. Yeah. And Come on, like, guy. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, but I can't, I can't, I can sell it to you better than this guy on eBay. But uh, I'm sure his shipping is more. I'm like, no, free shipping. Oh, Maybe. shit. Did you ever, <laughs> and he's like, I hate smartphones. Did you ever think that he haggled you? No. Did you ever think, think so. that these people at the expos do this all the time and people come up to them all <laughs> nope, the time? No, like, I don't think Oh, I don't know if I, I can, can do I don't know if I could go that Oh, well, you're really, <laughs> really bending my arm here. You're really putting me <laughs> over what's, the what's, what's the shipping? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, okay, yeah, take five. Compete. Well, see, I was thinking for next year, if we go to the Arnold or Olympia, I'm especially thinking the Olympia, if we take the Raptors out to the desert, we got the nice big box in the back. Yeah, we could yeah. load those things up with supplements, come on back, and That's we're sitting pretty you know what's funny when dave said he was coming aboard i've never seen anyone get a truck as fast as he did i know he just he had it the next day it's like <laughs> i had to call asking. ford ever, i had to call ford you, three times you have a raptor wait they <laughs> delivered it what you, you and the got, color yo he got, got, got the, trucks uh, he got the metallic color you guys, it's not wait, even you guys got yet. trucks what what the hell is going on <laughs> You're gonna have to let me know when that. Gets wait delivered. wait i gotta ask you it's this too are you getting paid are you getting paid for this no are you so I'm not. No, no. For this podcast, is somebody. I uh, am I not okay? This. Well, I think you can disclose that. I mean, I mean, we'll talk to legal no, later. Just, yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, did no. you talk to the lawyer? I read Nussbaum, our lawyer. I read it. No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, okay, I haven't had a chance to meet with legal yet. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll be all right. Sorry. It's coming after this. Okay, yeah, gentlemen. Actually, an HR will get you caught up too on everything as well. Right. Let's steer us around right back to the topic we're going to go into, and that is. Now, see, we got to do something here because we got this a podcast. This is Dave's segment now. We've got now. two days. Yeah, so, oh, we've got so, two yeah. days. I'm Diamond see, Dave, David, and he's yeah. got like 82 uh, the days. The and Oak. I'll just okay, say yeah. Oak. Yeah. Double D and, uh, and the Oak. And yeah, the, we got Double yeah, D, sure. DB. <laughs> Can't take the Oak. <laughs> so, yeah, so I wanted to do, when I jump in, this is my first one, so I wanted to do- um, Make a splash. A movie review, right? Because I, I, that's a big thing. Like, I don't go out drinking because I'm getting old, and I don't. but I go to a ton of movies, and I'm like, oh, I'll do movie reviews. And last week, uh, so my weekly movie review- uh, I went to the sponsored by racing. Yeah, I could do sponsored by my uh, watch company S Force or Muscle Sport, the supplement company. By both, maybe all of the above. No you, name, you, no you name dropping. Um, but uh, I went and saw the art of racing in the rain. Now, I a friend of mine recommended very heavily. Um, I knew it had to do with a dog, but it didn't give you the idea of how the dog was in the movie. It showed a guy in a, you know, um, I forget the actor's name. I'm terrible. He was on This Is Us. He played Rocky's son in Rocky. Um, Rocky Sage Bubble. Stallone? It's, no, it's Emilio uh, or Sage Stallone. <laughs> Frank? Yeah. Frank Stallone? He's, uh, He's but, uh, so it was him and, uh, it was him and, and the dog, like on the, on the preview posters, you know? And so I knew it was like a dog movie, right? And I, I, I avoid dog movies. <laughs> I've never, I'm a dog lover. I've got four, uh, I do work at the Humane Association. Milo. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I can't. Pro- I can't. It's Milo. I Milo. can't pronounce his oh, last okay. name. Okay, well, Milo. Yeah, that narrows it up. But um, you guys know what I'm talking about. But uh, I have never seen Marley and Me. I didn't see uh, a don't. dog's life. I didn't like. I, I purposely old yeller. You didn't see right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, old yeller. Yeah, we'll get to, just don't. You know what? I'm trying to talk. Why are you trying to traumatize me with bringing up old <laughs> yeah, yeller? Don't memories. get him in tears. No, but like, so I don't go see dog movies because like I don't want to go to the movies and know that I'm gonna like be a wreck you know and i didn't know exactly what the art of racing in the rain was about Mm -hmm. and it's a movie um told through uh from the dog's perspective about his owner and what he goes through you know from the dog's early life uh to you know no spoilers but it's kind of insinuated like in the in the, the the synopsis and stuff if you read it through the ends of the dog's life and uh, it's narrated. The dog's voice is Kevin Costner, which at first doesn't like jump out at you. You try to figure it out, and then it doesn't. Uh, did he it hides it? Yeah, he did a did a phenomenal job with it. You know, because it's like it's narrated as from seen from the older dog's eyes going back. So the Kevin Costner mm, voice okay. is kind of his older dog. Like you know, when you watch Homeward Bound and the mm. old Golden Retriever was an old guy. Another like, oh my god. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Homer, yeah. Sally Field was Michael the cat. J. Fox was the <laughs> Michael J. Fox was the uh, the American bulldog, the young one. But it, I tell you what. So as far as uh, as far as a quality movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain is absolutely fantastic. So um, The Art of Racing in the Rain is essentially a metaphor for life. Uh, the rain is your difficulties in life, your obstacles, your adversities that you run into, and uh, racing is essentially how you handle them. And so they make a lot of re- references about you know if. If you can just learn to race in the rain and in control your car and anticipate, you know the you know what's going to happen or the, the difficulties that you're going to have as far as racing because of the rain, um, you know then you can get through it. But if you're always you know skittish and and and, and trying to be reactive and whatever, you know then you're going to have problems and you're going to crash. And so it was a, a very metaphorical thing. Um, it was uh, it was a very emotional movie. It talked. To, they also touched a lot on the theme of you know, uh, chasing after your dreams versus giving up your dreams to live kind of what we all consider like normal lives. You know, do you, mm-hmm. do you, do you, do you, do you, do you back away from the things that you're really passionate about to, to kind of do the things that you're quote unquote supposed to do in life? And, and where do you find the balance between yep. those things? Um, so it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was a phenomenal movie and, and I don't know how well it did in the theaters and I'm wondering you know sometimes these movies like with dogs and stuff it's like like I said I purposely avoid going to yeah it's like why do I want to go to be depressed you know and at the end of this movie it just validated I'm glad I went which makes kind of makes me think eh maybe I should go to these other ones (laughs) yeah but at the end of the movie I'm not gonna lie I was a complete train wreck in the theater there's only like two other people. I'm like full blown man. I have a, like I have a, a lab that's almost 13, and so for me, maybe uh, you know, yep. it, it hit a home foreshadowing. a little harder because it's yeah, exactly the foreshadowing. Definitely do not watch Marley and Me. There, oh god, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, because it's just saying. Retriever is a lab, isn't it? It's yeah, a whole lab. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I watched it, and I thought the problem with Marley and Me was that I, it wasn't a very good movie. I didn't think because. I didn't give a shit about any of the characters in it because I thought the development was terrible. Just like how I thought they did the, the Friday Night Lights movie, I was like, I don't care did about any of these guys. From Marley and me to <laughs> Friday Night Lights. <laughs> he just I wanted did. to bitch about. So I saw this dog just, movie, and by the, the way, way, that movie about high school football sucked. 
was uh, was nearly as good as the program. That was not my experience. I will not like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the worst. (laughs) (laughs) He admits talking about going sideways. (laughs) But no, it was it was a great movie. So it's it's one of those things where again you have a hard time watching it because of. because you know what the outcome is going to be, but the movie itself, and again, so, but I know what you're saying though. Like sometimes people, I think, oh, we'll have a dog movie, and people who love dogs will come see it because it's got a dog in it, <laughs> and then we'll have a sad ending like you're supposed to have in a dog movie or like a superhero ending, and uh, people love it because it's a dog movie. But this, I mean, the movie had a, a ton of substance to it too. Okay. Great acting. Nice. Um, again, the narration by Kevin Costner was phenomenal. This has to be like one of the first times he's really did like a voiceover because I don't remember him really I, I, doing a lot and of voiceovers. Maybe, I, and I, I think, think that's maybe that's why. I think maybe too. that's why it caught you off guard is because you know there's certain actors where you you know you, right away you catch on to their voice. And if you were to listen, if I were to tell you, hey, it's Kevin Costner, and then you watch it, it would click like right away, like oh yeah, that's yeah. Kevin Costner. But it, it didn't right away. But it was a phenomenal movie. Um, see it or don't, depending on how you are with dogs. You know, I mean some some. Some dog movies, you know, I, I don't, I can't, you know, I can't tell you the last time I watched Old Yeller, but I probably could never watch it again. <laughs> Old Yeller, I tell you what, let me, look, and this might not be an unpopular opinion, and I'm not saying my parents or my neighbor, uh, Wesley Pullman's parents did a bad job either letting us watch this when they babysit us, uh, great people. Like, Old Yeller's a fucked up movie to let kids watch. <laughs> it is. It think truly about, think is. about how, like, like you look back now, and I remember is. crying every time I watched it, okay? But as a little every kid. Every time? You watched it more than once? Yeah. Like, I would, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they put it on every time it went over to get babysat. Wes Pullman's mom. They lived, like, three houses over, and I went over there, and I think the mom always put Old Yeller in because, like, this you know all these assholes you know, down. Maybe sense. she didn't know. She put she no. She put old yellow in because if you, oh my god, she did. Think about she it. She wanted to Think drink her it. wine in silence while you guys were Think sitting there it. watching. Exactly. And Think about if you put on some kid Disney movie <laughs> and. Ah, yeah, kids are hyper, running around all yeah. crazy. You put an old yeller, the kids just sit there and quiet. And when the movie's done, they sit there and cry and don't want to talk. It's actually brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. But think about that. the end of old yeller. Because the kid was, what, 12 in the movie? Yeah. 13? Yeah. And his teen, he, had to shoot his, he had to shoot his fucking dog in the spoiler face. Alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Old yeller. He had to shoot his dog in the face. Like, That's I got nieces tough. and nephews now that are young. I would never let them watch Old Yeller. Like, like, I don't blame you. Tra- like, I would be traumatized having to watch that. Like, okay, uh, Arliss is the little kid. What's the... Even if it's an animated dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, the dog got rabies protecting his family, so awesome job on the dog. Yeah. And I get the whole, it's your dog. You know what? You have to... You have to put it down, and at that time there was no euthanizing, so you were doing yep, what was the right, your 22 the right and- thing for the dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh shit! How traumatizing is that? I mean, because people, you don't like. I mean, it's. I get the movies like old school, like that's how you put a dog down for and that my, time. And, and yeah. mind you, and this is going to be controversial because I work at a shelter, and so. But this is my honest opinion, okay? I don't think anybody should ever shoot a dog because the dog is not of use to you. So people are like, oh, it's not a good hunting dog. I'll shoot it, or oh, the dog's not well behaved. I'll shoot it. But if the dog is at the end of its life. Okay, at the end of its life, and you're at that same point where you are going to either euthanize the dog or whatever. Again, by no means am I saying that if if a dog is poorly behaved or whatever, should anybody shoot their dog? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you know, um, but I'm saying at end of life type situation, you're going to put it down. You know, uh, and and I I know old school people like this. You know, uh, a friend of mine's uncle dog got real old. I mean, real old. It was bad. Hips were bad and stuff like that. 
And he's like, I'm not going to take it into a vet's office. And now they'll do at-home vet visits, so it's a little bit different. But even having strange people in the house can cause anxiety for, oh, for sure. some dogs. So he was like, I wasn't going to take the dogs to the vet office and have it lay on a metal table while they put needles in its arms and, and put it down. Even if I'm there petting it and stuff like that, he wasn't going to do that. And he's like, I, I, you know, at the time they weren't really doing in-home vet you know, euthanization. So he, he went old school, man. He, he had a woods where the dog always went out hunting with him. Went out with, fuck, I'm going to start crying talking the story. But um, went, out, went out with his dog in the middle of the woods where the dog had the best times of his yeah, life. The dog sat it. down. Yeah. The dog was looking off. I mean, it's like storybook shit, you know? Dog's looking off into the sunset and no pain, no anxiety, no nothing. One, yep. so. Just um, yep. Yeah, so I mean, like the old yeller, like shooting the dog, I know that sounds really bad. And as somebody who works with the Humane Association, like I said, I wanted to be very mindful of how I said you know, right. shooting your dog, but like you know, you look at old Yeller, but but anyhow, uh, a good buddy. Anyhow, of mine, a I'm good gonna buddy get, of mine just had to do that too with his dog. Yeah, but that's it's, what it's, he did too because he exactly, knew that would be. Like, I, I a would, good spot I would rather. It. Like, I don't know if I could do it. So that's the thing. I physically, I like, I don't know if I could do it. I could, um, but as far as like, and 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 honestly, I've thought about it because it's like some dogs. Like we had to have uh, our boxer in, and he's terrible at the vet he hates the vet he's had bad experiences at the mm-hmm. vet and stuff like that and it's like i can't imagine like you know and he doesn't like strangers in the house either you know he's worse, real protective yeah. of his mom so he, he is, well, my girlfriend talks about well it's not really his mom because you know dogs people species <laughs> Doggy um, mom. dave has but a surprise like, announcement for yeah. his girlfriend here <laughs> on the podcast but i don't you know you know what i'm saying there's like yeah. no way to there's no way to do it right but uh anyhow so the packers won we're gonna stop talking <laughs> yeah. about like yeah. god that's that's you want to talk about this is what you guys fucked up having me on your show i will take anything no and i will hey, go just, sideways with that show you know, speaking of fur so we were we were on the to- to- topic fur, right? Fur? Speaking of yeah. fur, fur. Andrew, you have a I on that's this? a pretty. That's a <laughs> pretty son loose. Son of a bitch. That's a pretty loose connection. Bigfoot. Oh my god! And in local news, yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. Tell us the story. And fuck. We'll All right. So yeah. So we'll talk about some local news stuff, shit that's going on, and and uh, whatever. And another fucking Bigfoot story <laughs> last week. And you know, and the first thing off, is, wait before you go into the story. Out of all of us here, do we believe in this myth of Bigfoot? Should we start left to work to the right? Sure. Okay, Dave. I don't believe there is a Bigfoot. But if there is, I really want to see it. That's vague. I don't believe there is Bigfoot. Mia's like, no, I don't believe there is because, you know, everybody and their sister has trail cams in the woods. So I think we had been able to see a nice high-res 4K picture of a Bigfoot (laughs) by now. I mean, Jesus Christ, the same people that believe there's ghosts are real. There's another freaking can of worms I want to open up. Hey, you don't want your house haunted? We don't have time for that Invest in cameras. I don't hear of any haunted banks around here. Uh, I do not believe in Bigfoot. However, with a, cav- a caveat, caveat, I will say that I also didn't see a buck deer for about 10 years when I was out hunting. <laughs> so I'm just going to say you can't judge everything by what you see. Have you, you ever seen a wolverine? To... Have you ever seen a badger in the woods? I sure as hell haven't. That's but a terrible explanation. Is, I because say, there are multiple photos. <laughs> they have badgers and wolverines <laughs> in, in the zoos, zoos. dickface. I'm just saying. Here's, I right. told you I don't believe all in right. it. Yeah, yeah, look. It, shit. All right. And I'm gonna, all right. Here we go. <laughs> look, there's not a thing is either. I know. Just, oh, look, just jamming th- Look, there's... Do you... Okay, let me ask you a question, Quinn. Okay. <laughs> do you believe in fluorescent pink elephants? 
No. Thank you. Why? Can we paint them? Because, uh, look, here's the thing. Because elephants don't come in fluorescent pink? Here's the thing with Bigfoot. Okay. God. Is this a real uh, well, I love how he is says this a, a real conversation? conversation that we're having. Here's the thing with Bigfoot. Then we'll get it's to the It's a multi-million news. dollar you know what, we'll industry, get, Dave. You know what? We'll I do mean, this. Oak. We'll talk about the news story because it's all going to tie, tie in together. So mm-hmm. some guys in, fuck, I don't know where, whether it was Florida? North Carolina. North where, Carolina or South Carolina. One of yeah, the Carolinas. I think it was one of the Carolinas, you know, maybe on the, the, the west side of the states towards the mountain ranges. They had, of course, what was another terribly shitty short clip of something moving that appeared to be tall and furry. And... <laughs> Uh, the, the video footage, uh, ironically, sure it wasn't just Quinn. <laughs> it could have been. Ironically, Didn't none have big of enough the video biceps. footage ever taken of a Bigfoot has been clear footage, regardless of the, uh, the just the availability and the abundance of high quality uh, photographic <laughs> instruments, exactly. photography and, instruments, and satellites. Look, here's the thing, and, and Andrew, you hit it on the head. Look, there's a million trail cams everywhere. Uh, there's drones. There's everything. <laughs> even think of the drones you know, i mean you, of could, course. you could take a drone and you could fly it out because some people have uh, and i've heard this argument which people i guess you could call it legitimate well bigfoots live and prefer to dwell in areas that are harder to access for humans so in the places that a human would set up a trail cam that's not where bigfoot lives so <laughs> screw you uh, to which people are like, just, okay, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll set up drones, which, of course, you could make the argument they have super hearing and they can hear the drones, and when they mm-hmm. do, they hide. But we all know the modern drones are basically, some of them are really, really quiet. And if you had it 400 feet in the air, however high somebody's flying it, Bigfoot wouldn't hear it. The bottom line is there is no Bigfoot, okay? End of discussion. You, look, you can, <laughs> I, look I could, you can make an, uh, an argument with me that there's you know, still a megalodon or a Loch Ness monster, even though you haven't seen one, just because of the logistics of getting evidence that there is one. Bigfoot, no. But the thing is, like, so these, these idiots like, do this, and I'm sure they just wanted to get news out there, but it's like, it was just shitty. It was a shitty another video. Like, the, like my Motorola Razor 1 <laughs> That I had in like 2003. Fantastic you know, phone, by the way. It was. I still that have was, it. No, the Motorola Razor was like just flipping that thing open. Yeah. Oh, but if you, it I was t- a panty dropper. Yeah, but it, the battery popped off easy if you a panty dropper. Like you flipped open your <laughs> Razor. Oh, I gotta have ooh. some of that. I won't yep. be. I guess I won't be needing uh, these. <laughs> I won't be needing these anymore. Here you go. They're but all no, wet anyway. You never have a guy. Look, look. You can go all over the internet, and there's all sorts of examples. Of photography of every animal, including wolverines and badgers, and uh, buck deer, <laughs> and buck deer. Comparing very high quality, very high quality video, but yet there has never been one no. single quality video. There was a. Oh, Have fuck. you watched any of the Les Stroud Bigfoot episodes? Because that's kind of where I started to lose no. a lot of respect for Les Stroud, who is Survivor Man. Yeah, somebody paid yeah, him. He did look, look, man. Fun. Les Survivor Man was done. And Survivor Man was done. Les didn't have any more money rolling in from that. Somebody said, hey, look, dude, here's, here's, here's the, deal. the deal. You got some street cred from Survivor Man. We want you to do a Bigfoot series. I didn't see it. I did see a Bigfoot series on Netflix with this. God, can I? Is it bad if I make fun of gingers? I can't do that. Nope. Go no, ahead. So anyhow, no, because, no, he doesn't have a soul. But this, this hippie. <laughs> oh, there is this cute hippie, as other cute This hippie, ginger this hippie red-haired dude with a ponytail. And, and I don't know why Netflix or Amazon, I don't know which one it was on, but it was the worst thing ever. Like, he's out in the woods, and everything, anytime something moved, oh, that, there's a herd of Bigfoot over there. 
and oh, and he'd hear hurt. like a crunch in the woods, and he'd be like, "That's the that's the male, and the the the, the children are behind him," you know. It's a and then he put like, and then he would put like fucking apples out, right? The apples are what apples. they did on Survivor. Man, he put too. apples out, and here was his example. He's like, "Well, if it was a smaller animal that that took it." There would be apple on the ground. Now Bigfoot took it off with its hand and ate it in one bite. I'm like, have, okay, wow. squirrels and rabbits eat everything down to the last fucking thing. A deer would fucking might reach up and bite it, and half of it would fall down. And it would sit there and lick the ground and get grass and dirt and everything else <laughs> to get the apple. Gone. So the fact that the apple is completely gone and there's not like... Like, no, that's a terrible example. But they put the apple up high, Dave. Yeah, they put the apple up high where uh, uh, any squirrel or raccoon or... They got Here's an idea. I didn't know raccoons had hands. Here's an idea. A bird. A bird lands on the branch and pecks at the apple and gets a decent meal until it falls off, at which point an animal that can't fly comes up there. But anyhow... Are you sure this wasn't like a mockumentary, like Spinal Tap <laughs> no, or something you, like but that? But you, you would think it was because the guy was so ridiculous. <laughs> and then he brought out... But it got even better because he brought out like this person who was like a, a like very much like, no, there's no Bigfoot like expert because he wanted to... Either, and and so what he I'm did a is non Bigfoot expert. Yeah, but like no, he was just one of these guys. <laughs> who's like he's, he's one of these guys. Who's like nah, Bigfoot's not real, right? And so he brings him out into the woods, and like they're sitting there, and he's like, okay, do you, do you hear that? And he's like, and the guy's like, yeah. And you could tell the guy was they they, they picked the wrong guy because he was super non confrontational. Wouldn't and but he asked all these like really fucking shitty presumptive <laughs> questions. Wouldn't you agree that that could be a family of Bigfoot? <laughs> he was just it's like, he was, well, yeah, I guess. He was you just know? confused. And then by the, the apple was gone. Wouldn't you agree the animal would have been tall if they were to have taken it off of? Well, yeah, if they would have taken it off. But if a fucking raccoon would have climbed it up, <laughs> hey, raccoons climb trees. <laughs> they do shit. And they're so and don't they climb in and out of trash bears. cans and, and dumpsters and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And he was sitting there. It's like he wants like so bad to believe in his head that like you know that th- that this Bigfoot is true as he tells himself his own lies. Like he wants wouldn't, so badly to believe it. Wouldn't Which, you agree that the actually apple is you know gone? what will take us into our next segment and this the final is, one? This is a hell of a segue. Our new uh, segment for us. Our weekly bad relationship advice, B-A-D-D relationship advice. How am I segueing into this, you might say? Well, this guy wants so badly to believe that Bigfoot is real, he's convinced himself he is, like many men do, with their shitty girlfriends. (laughs) Now, fellas, we're just going to disclose here that none of us here, myself, nor Quinn, nor Andrew, or Dave, should be giving any relationship advice ever. Oh, zero out of zero here. Which is why we are going to title this segment... He's got some today. Bad bad relationship (laughs) advice with two Ds because it's extra bad relationship (laughs) advice. But we will try to be as practical as we can. Today's topic, what to do when your girlfriend or interest... (laughs) <laughs> it's a floozy on Ooh. social media. Oh, the Ooh, thoughts. The th- oh. Social media. The now, guys, whores. listen up. <laughs> Jesus, guy. <laughs> yeah. Told you. No advice what, me. God, what movie? What movie was that? And that's when the whores come in. <laughs> what? Oh, what? What movie? Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. That's One the, time during the, the war, I visited a brothel house, and, the, and that's when the whores come in. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear more from her. <laughs> David Spade. No, so oh, it's a real topic, and we'll give relationship yeah. advice, and you know, we'll cut a few quotes out of here, dump on the World Wide Web. But so here's the deal, okay? 
Social media, Facebook, Instagram, it's become relatively popular for girls to post pictures of themselves. I don't know if you've heard, but <laughs> only hundred million. So, and so some people yep. will say, some girls will say that they're posting pictures because they're confident to the way they look and they're just trying to exude their confidence, which there's an argument. It makes me empowered to uh, pose half naked. Empower. Some people are uh, push promoting products and things mm-hmm. like that. So there's reasons to promote. Some people are just trying to motivate others. Are they influencers? And yep. some people are simply looking for attention, which at the end of the day nothing is wrong so what our topic we're going to talk about today is is where women need to draw the line as far as what people are saying and commenting and how men need to handle that because this is a hot button for a lot of people a woman will post a picture on social media men will make all sorts of comments a lot of times a woman's in a relationship or dm them as a guy who's in the relationship where do you draw the line for what you're going to put up with with what's on social media now uh in my experience okay uh a woman who has a, a, at least a moderate level of self-respect is going to mitigate what sort of comments are being allowed to put up. Now, granted, you can't always you can't always filter everything if you have a public profile, but you can go through and delete comments. And and my advice, bad or good, to guys is is this: because it's the internet, does not make an excuse for uh, people to say. Uh, I don't want to say perverse because that makes nice me sound crack. old. Yeah, just inappropriate <laughs> stuff yeah. because it's Instagram or Facebook. And Instagram <laughs> seems like it's worse because Facebook seems a little bit more personal because you have to accept friend requests mm-hmm. as to where mm-hmm. Instagram yeah. people can just follow you and it seems well, like you whatever. can do the where they have to. But allow the problem you to with Instagram, the problem with an Instagram private page is if you're if you're trying to promote anything or whatever, it becomes sometimes cumbersome mm-hmm. to whatever. And so what happens is you have all these random people who will make comments, and a lot of uh, a lot of women will make the argument, oh, I don't know them, I'm not going to go through and filter. But as a guy, if you have a female friend or whatever that's dealing with that, it can be frustrating because at some point. And what I say to guys is, if it's something that would be very offensive to say to them in person when you are there, then it shouldn't you shouldn't allow it to have it on social media. And some people think that's. Uh, some people think that's a little bit much, but that's that's where I that's where I say that. So if you look, if if you're dating a girl, or it's your girlfriend or your wife, and she posts a picture in the gym or a picture in a new outfit or something like that, and some random dude from, you know, North Carolina that just shot a Bigfoot video, <laughs> says, "Oh, you look beautiful." Oh, that, that look good right there. Yeah, but says, "Oh, oh, you look beautiful." No, is that something that you should get upset about? I don't think so. It'll make you feel a little I bit... Wouldn't, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, they yeah, said would, something nice Would it make you feel a little bit awkward? Would it make you feel a bit awkward? Of course it is. Anytime you're in a relationship where other guys are commenting or making you know comments about appearances or whatever, it's going to be awkward. Should a guy get upset if his girl posts a picture and some random guy says, you look beautiful? No. Nice hair? No. Nice eyes? No. But when the comments become uh, suggestive or dirty or something like that, at that point... Uh, to be honest with you, I think I think as a guy you draw the line. Oh, absolutely. I don't think uh, you know. In the, in well, the issue is, is that what we see with a lot of women is is instead of filtering what they're allowing people to say, um, whether it's because they like the attention or regardless, uh, you know, they they don't want to manage that and they don't want to do it. And a lot of times they'll turn around and say, "Well, you you just I just need a strong man." I need an, uh, he's just insecure. He's not a he's not a strong man. I need a man that can handle me. And I posted that meme uh, last week, or it's not even it wasn't a meme actually. It was just a, a Twitter quote from a guy that said like a lot of like crazy or, or bitchy or like women who are just like unbearable to be around 
will justify their behavior by saying like, I'm a strong woman, I'm a hard-headed woman, and I need a real man or whatever. And it's like, no, we just, that's not the case at all. Like, we're not intimidated by you. And you don't need a strong man. We're just not going to put up with your shit. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just, you're just being a bitch. We're not we gonna, don't have the we're time. We're not going to put up with your shit. And then the guy in the the guy in the in the quote, it was great. He goes, "You're just insufferable, and and we have better options than you, and so not going to not going to deal with it." And so that is my bad relationship advice of the week to guys. And uh, and we can go from a guy's standpoint to girls. And and this this really goes both ways actually. So this isn't just one way. So guys, if if you got a girl and she's posting pictures on Instagram or on social media and guys are commenting that you look beautiful, whatever, um, I would say chill on that. You know, it's not, uh, I don't think it's offensive or anything like that. But when, I, do, I don't separate behaviors on Instagram uh, from behaviors in real life. So if I was out in a bar with my girlfriend or somebody I was dating or something like that, and a guy walked up and said, like, oh, your girlfriend's beautiful. I'd be like, okay, that's a little weird. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry about well, that. Like um, I didn't be- mean to do that that time. <laughs> but it, it would, didn't know not, I don't know. I didn't know what she was it's with you. It's not something <laughs> offensive, you know? Whereas if a guy walked up, oh, man, you got a great ass. I'd like to see the seams give out on your pants. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's pro- a good one. I'm going to use yeah. that you're, one. You're probably Fuck, getting... I got to well, write that down. You're probably getting... Gut punched. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, I a think the, why, there's a reason why I go for gut punch. We'll get to that in a later episode. But anyhow, <laughs> so that's and, and I, like I said, and I know women. Women will argue that they'll say they'll say absolutely not. You know, it's just it's just Instagram and it's just people commenting. It doesn't mean anything. Is that what you think? It, it, abso- it absolutely does. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, it, look, if somebody you post a picture, oh, you have lovely eyes or beautiful eyes, whatever. That's that's a compliment that that girls could say. Okay, but when stuff goes sideways. Um, you can't expect, uh, ladies, you can't expect to be able to have that stuff happen on social media and have the guy not feel bad. And guys, you shouldn't put up with it. Well, and, and unless you're promoting something, unless you're working for, like, say, Monster Energy or something, or uh, one of the fantastic supplements <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that Dave was, uh, was working there's with. There's going to be confusion. I'd rather, there's, I'd rather have there's, pain there's, or there's rain be, instead of Confusion monster. between real sponsors and uh and, and blur lines and uh yeah well but you know my point is unless you're doing it for a reason or a purpose why are you really doing it because this is a whole another topic we could go on to about how people have become like this this need and this just overwhelming desire for attention and this need to be you know seen and liked and, and so many of these women want guys on there saying oh you got a great ass look at those tits whatever you oh, know yeah. and and they're all for it i want to look into what is causing that and now and this is probably for another topic but what's causing it where are we going and where is it going to end up because it's only oh, it's getting psychology worse psychology class yeah you know? yeah but and, and like i said I don't, I don't want this look this goes both ways but generally speaking and the reason why it's yeah, but it's it more goes, guys commenting goes, than exactly. girls being like, so it, "Oh, let me goes, see that dick." It go- <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine those comments? Hey, oh my god, soon that's enough. Like, mm, it happened to enough. Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, are we gonna? Uh, but see, that's my whole thing. And well, Brett, <laughs> are, we, are, we t- are, we, are we going back to his days with the Jets? Yeah, uh, the, the we, picture that he sent. We, you know, they made it. Uh, they made it illegal in Texas. Uh, to send unsolicited uh, sexual pictures. Huh. That's why I'm no oh. longer allowed in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> <You can. laughs> 
Fuck I don't that think they Fuck that state. They're missing out. I on know, me, right? They're missing out. It's illegal now. It's illegal. Huh. Which we, you know, uh, how do you? How do you what if you send it from how do you regulated? How do you what if you send that? it? Yeah. What if you send it from what across if, state yeah. lines? Yeah. What if you send it from Wisconsin to, to Texas? Oh, I didn't yeah. even think See, of it. How do they? I'm always ahead of the law. How do they even enforce that? I was actually in Southern Oklahoma when I sent that picture. I'm driving. that. I was in Oklahoma. How are they going to enforce that? I got in a car accident in Oklahoma while taking what if you're from a What if you're from a different country? You know what? I never thought. That I saw the news that they were going to make it illegal to send an unsolicited, sexually explicit photo. How are you going to enforce that at all from the guys Ooh, overseas uh, just firing off randoms on, <laughs> on the well, hey, as I'm just going to throw this up against the wall, see as what sticks. As long as they're not in China where it's regulated, I'm sure yeah. you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah they're, how, they're, are, they're, how are you social even going to prosecute score. that? Mm-hmm. You can't. You have yeah, to, you can't. That's probably if you live in Texas and they can verify that you live in Texas and you send it to a resident. What if I live in Texas and I send it to a resident of another state? Where's the violation there, exactly. my friends? Well, if you look in Section D of 107, what was that article you I gave don't know, but Section 13? D 107 of the Do Not Send Junk Picks Code. <laughs> Section 13, Article 11. Oh, thank oh, God they cured God. the opioid problem down there and they can deal with this now. God. Uh, just when we can't text and drive. Just when we thought we were making some headway. Uh, I wonder, you know, that'll be interesting to see how much... Uh, you know, look, and again, for as much as we have fun here, look, guys, you can't be do you can't be doing that stuff. One, it's not just, one, it's creepy. It. Two, it's just it's just wrong. Stop looking at me like that, Quinn. Three, Dave, it's just Dave. like, look, guys, <laughs> let me tell you something. Unless it, look, and I'm not look. Are girls asking guys for it? I'm sure they are. Okay, that is. The wor- it, what, it, that it's is the worst. It's the, wor- it. it's the worst thing. Just just firing off. Hey, guess what? Hey, what? Boom! There it is. <laughs> Eggplant there in your it face. Is. All Jeez. for you. Yeah. It's, I don't it's usually, like, take all two God inches. Damn. Like what? Like, fucking what? What, <laughs> what goes through your head before you just send one off unsolicited? Yeah, Andrew, like, what, look, if, what goes I, through one's head? Uh, well, I just <laughs> hope to not hit the wrong buttons and send it to a hey, friend. No, 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 hold on a second. Actually, he came close to sending. What was that with uh, Nelson, uh, me, and Porto? Nelson is a guy up in Canada. We'll we'll name drop him. <laughs> we just won't say his first name. You, this guy, guys, this guy right here. Okay, I, I'm snapping with a lady friend. All right, she a sent lady. me something nice, so I wanted to reciprocate. Oh, Except Jesus for Christ. See, when I hit the arrow to who it sends to. I accidentally sent it, sent to, the it group. to uh no not the group. Good for you. Oh, I thought it was Good. oh we were talking about it. No, it was to it was to our pal in Minnesota. Oh, That's so you just right. actually sent it to a you actually just sent it to a dude? He sent to both. He, did. he sent to both, to two the dudes. girl and the dude. Does she was she able to see that you sent it to the dude? No. Oh, then that's who cares. But uh, if it's yeah. one of your if it's one of your buddies and mind you, guys, this is a solid look because here's the thing. All right, here it's because I was looking to see if it got delivered, and I looked and I was like, "Oh no, there's a red arrow next to his name." I quick emergency text him, "Don't open it! Don't open it!" Look, we're all adults here, and uh, you know you can send pictures both ways. That's fine. Just make sure that the person asks for it, or. It- Yes, how oh, she either. was asking. Hey, or just ask or ask permission. Do you mind if the I previous send you this? Selfie which seems like said a, it all. Seems like a terribly <laughs> awkward way. Do you mind if I send you, or would you like to see anything? I don't know anything other than just firing it off completely unexpected. You know, 
And, 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 and maybe you're trying to be, I don't know, maybe you're trying to be like, you know, uh, you know, you know, spice up a conversation. Let's say a conversation went that direction, like went totally like, okay, it's getting heated and boom, eh, still questionable. But there are guys and, uh, I, you know, there's some girls, it's becoming more popular for women to like call these guys out, like screenshot their messages and post mm. them out there. And I've seen, you know, girls post up examples and they'll blur out. The internet is forever, gentlemen. Internet By the forever. way, I have another meeting with Ashley now that we're on this topic <laughs> with our HR personnel. Oh, so. oh geez. I, Sorry, thought, yeah, I might mix the, miss the next production meeting. Legal. Shocker. Uh, but <laughs> some guys will just go from high, hey, <laughs> and, the, and then three more highs to boom. Like my first. <laughs> well, you know who thir- did it first? Thir- if you uh, if you go back and watch Eddie Murphy, I believe it's r- Delirious. He does it, and he grabs a fan from the audience's camera and takes a picture of his junk <laughs> on his pants, obviously. But he's like, "Oh, look, it's Eddie Murphy's dick," you know, whatever. <laughs> so he was the first. Just probably. took a picture of his pants. Yeah, just his pants. But he was wearing yeah. the rubber. Oh, pants. He was wearing the, the red oh, suit, okay. the leather suit. That's yeah. not even a flattering like picture you know <laughs> you're gonna send you're gonna fire off pictures like that make sure you represent yep. yourself well it was one of those classic, classic, don't, it was one of don't the be don't be Brett Favre <laughs> no like, you, you gotta, gotta be ready for look, combat it's not, like, not like I wanna like analyze this too much but you remember that Brett Favre picture like the, he was like he wasn't uh, he had his watch on and let's just say he wasn't ready <laughs> and uh <laughs> Why, why are you? He you was know, old. What he kind of watch was, was it, Dave? I don't know. It's like one of those like digital. Was it a watches, swole you know, watch? Like a was, it so, was it a swole watch? Uh, no, they rebranded it. It's Force now. <laughs> it was a, it was a Rolex. He bought one of Rolex. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Uh, yeah. So if you buy an S Force watch, please <laughs> don't send pictures with him. well use the watch the is so, you know the watch is so big you wouldn't want to use it anyways yeah, you'd want to use like the a focus little focus would go on the watch water. <laughs> on, yeah one of those little ladies that watches that's real thin he fired off the picture and he wasn't even ready, ready. for combat Yes, he wasn't even ready. Why you know, would you send it? You know, if he why wanted would you to even send that picture he, why would you send a picture Brett he probably was like well, it doesn't look too bad from that angle. <laughs> it's not, it just, just wasn't ready. What do you think? It wasn't not too ready. It was, bad, just, huh? it was just, it was hey, the guy used to throw into, the guy used to throw into triple coverage and wing it, right? I'm sure he just tried winging it. This was a layup. The, the dude's been winning for 19 years. <laughs> hey, if he Why wanted to. you think he could do that? Exactly. He's like, I'm Brett Favre. Have you seen my Danny Woodhead? <laughs> hey, gentlemen, my advice, if you really want to impress her, Send her an AT- a picture of your ATM slip. That'll get you way further than a dick pic will. Especially so, Brett Favre. Show. Wait, so letting her know that you have a $118 account balance is going to... Ooh, just we can go to McDonald's savings. tonight for fancy dinner. Uh, can, hey, that's just bit my fo- savings. A hey, little bit of Photoshop. You can add a zero or two. You know, next thing you know, why are just, all the just, numbers blurry except for these last couple just, zeros? Just are next thing you know, zeros. there's an army of whores coming over the hill for you. Just, just knocking down your door. Hey, and guess where you can do that Photoshopping? On the Galaxy Note 10 Plus, 5G, ready available if you have a Verizon. Boom. You friends of the podcast. You can't, you, can't, you can't throw in a friends of the podcast fake thing right after Quinn just got done saying, an army of whores. Uh, Jesus. Oh, sure wow. you can. Speaking of that, we were on the tail end of the go home here. Is there anything that gentlemen, and hey, we can't, we want to keep... This I'm just uh, I'm just smoking uh, Quinn's victory oh, cigar. My, my victory cigar from today when I uh, called out the Packers' victory after the first pass completion by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he did. Surprised it's we have a in studio. the bag. 
A little tease here for next week. Mullets. Are they coming back? Are I think they are. If you've been around, well, I know Andrew can't, but if you've been around a high school, you've seen (laughs) that mullets are indeed coming back. I was at a graduation party. And trust me, this should be lifted soon. All right, this is this is a topic I'm excited to talk about. We're going to next week. We're going to get a little Al Pacino like. We're going to dive into. I want to talk about. The return. Jesus, God, that was awful. <laughs> that was. That was. I bad. don't know what that was. I, was I don't know who that was either. <laughs> that was a real, trying to do Carlito <laughs> from WWE. That was a really. I spit in the face really of people who don't like to be cool. That, that was, was pretty really, bad. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I can I'll, get it for Scarface. But anyhow, mullets. Not on next week's podcast, more bad relationship advice. Yep. Uh, catch another movie review to do. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do yet. I'm sure. Uh, We'll figure yeah, it out. I've, I've got one I want to uh, talk about. It was a terrible one on Netflix that had Bruce Willis in it called First Kill. I watched about half of it last night. It had Bruce Willis and Hayden Christensen. Uh, very terrible. I will uh, rip it apart next week. If you haven't seen it, don't waste your <laughs> oh, time. Is that a new, really? is that a new only, movie that just came you, out? Uh, new-ish, I think. Yeah. So you, you only made it halfway through that, yet you have watched Escape Plan, Plan 2, 2 and 3. Because oh. they're awesome. Dude, <laughs> we're going to save that for next week. It is so terrible. And we got uh, next week, Bill Could, Burr, potentially. Yep, the Bill Burr oh, uh, yeah. stand-up yeah, comedy special. Fucking king Burr of special. comedy right now. Well, l- l- ladies and gentlemen, three or four of us saw it. Uh, somebody was uh, not towing their weight around here. I'm not going to say <laughs> who, but uh, we'll get to that next week. Don't you worry. We'll give you all time to watch it. He was too busy interviewing Slater and Goldberg. <laughs> like that. I wasn't going to call him out like that. <laughs> Gee, Bill Burr comedy special. <laughs> Have a good time talking with AC Slater, and Bill Goldberg. Get your priorities straight. AC Slater had a beautiful mullet. He did have a he, beautiful. Uh, speaking of, oh, the, save that, save that, because yeah, I, we I, should we'll, rank. We'll don't mullets. get me started. Don't get we'll me come started. Back, uh, once again, next week we the are dedication talk. to that mullet with that curly of a oh, hair. Right, yeah, real quick, oh, I want to throw this in there. There's a YouTube <sighs> clip with uh, Zach Morris, AC Slater, and Jesse. Because they were talking about uh, this was done at least three weeks ago. AC Slater, because Zach and Jesse and AC were talking about all their hair as kids and how it was iconic and the process. And I highly recommend listening to AC Slater because it's not as in depth as you thought it was. Apparently, uh, I'll leave that as a tease. Just go and search the video. It's actually pretty funny. We'll have links to that in the podcast notes. Yeah, possibly. Sure. Joey, get on that. That's what they all say on the professional podcast that weren't much better than. So, okay. fellas, are we, take we, us home. Uh, is it time to wrap it up? It's it, time somebody to take wrap us it up. Somebody take so us home. So, once again, thank you again for listening out there, uh, all ladies and gentlemen. Well, welcome. One more time to the official welcome, member. The official member of the Bad Medicine. We're going four deep. We, we are. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Deep. God, this is what that, we. This that, is a. We're going. He's going four deep. For the Appleton Oak, man of a thousand poses, Better the big boot from Little Shoot, Mason Quinn, Diamond Dave Demona, and the answer. Thank you for listening. Good night. Hey, what's up? It's the ODB, and you're listening to the Bad Medicine Podcast. Bye.